Welcome to Talk Adult Podcast. This is your girl Gabby, Joy, and KT. Everybody here, Joy is back. Joy is back. Joy is back. Joy is back. I know, right? Makes hopefully you're excited for the joy. I know I'm excited to be back. Alrighty. Clap noises. Yeah. Remember, you can always listen to Talk It Out Podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play. Tune in wherever you could possibly find a podcast. We are there. If you want to hit us up on our social medias, we have a Facebook, facebook.com. So that's Talk It Out Podcast and Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast and a Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. Hit us up there. Leave us some comments. Use the hashtag Talk It Out Pod for a retweet. And uh, thank you guys for listening to our last episode that was about cultural appropriation. It got a lot of feedback and um, comments. And at the end of the show, we're going to read some of those comments and um, uh, respond to them. Joy, can you tell us what we're going to talk about today? We are going to talk about what would you do? Like, the show gave me so much inspiration for this um, podcast because I had never seen it before. Uh Just, like, briefly. But then I, you know, late night YouTube surfing. Yeah. But I watched it and I was like, I cannot believe these people. Like, why are not? Why are they? Why aren't they saying anything? Like, call the police, do something. Yeah. But yeah, so it had me. It, it just had me, you know, questioning. So I want to ask you, Gabby, and you, KT, if what would you do, basically? Okay, sounds good to me. Okay, and how does it work? Can you explain it to me? I'm kind of like I'm not. Oh. Sure. I'm going to give you a scenario. Uh, maybe it's based off the show. Maybe it's something that I've experienced. But And I want to know what would, first of all, what would you do? And secondly, how would you feel? And you have to give an answer. No. Okay. Well, I've never been in that situation. Right, right. You right, have right, to right. give an answer. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Okay. So, scenario number one you see a mother berating her child in public and it's horrifyingly intense like it's not just a get your butt back here it's a you stupid i can't stand you Uh, i don't even know why i had kids and then they turn to you and say these kids get on my effing nerves go in there and try your stuff on and the mother the mother catches the child by the neck where you can quite clearly see bruising. Ooh. And the child is just crying. And when he comes out and asks you, he doesn't say where his mother is. He say, where is she at? What would I do? Um, in, in real life, I would probably just look at her and give her a really mean look. Mm-hmm. But because I'm really anxious and like I don't really talk to people anyway. But in my fantasy world, <laughs> I would yank her up by the neck 
and say, don't treat your child like that. And I wish, I wish the world never had humans. And then I would be done. Okay. 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 So how do you feel about that? Uh, I don't feel it's right to abuse your kids, whether it is a slap on the wrist, a spank. And we did talk about previously about I'm talking about kids. her verbal words most more, even, more so. Even, even verbal words is abuse, period. So I, I, I'm not okay with abusing kids, period. Whether it is spanking words, I don't care. I'm not okay with that. All right. What about you, Gabby? Well, kind of like KT, I'm kind of a wuss. But if it was like to the point where it was just like out of control, what I probably would do is just um. When the the mom was gone or something like that, and like went somewhere else, uh, take the boy to the side and and ask him if he was okay, and uh, tell him you know to be strong and not to listen to her, and you know when he turned eighteen he can leave, so something like Dang. that. <laughs> or you know tell him like if some if he really go down, call nine one one. I this like that's the most I would do because that's yeah. That sounds plausible. As far as getting up there and speaking, unless, like, I was just really having a bad day and I was really, really angry or something like that, then I might have the courage and the, um, what do you call it, adrenaline to go up there and talk to that lady, but I don't know. Yeah, but you always have, like, you always want to call the police. Like, doesn't your family have, like, a, a history of calling the police? <laughs> I what? feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my my dad kind of he used to do that all the time. Yeah, Somebody was fighting, call the police. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> like, okay, and well, it was a real life situation for me, guys, and that actually happened to me. And in my what would I do moment, I kind of looked at the mother like KT with like judgy eyes and. And she was looking to, for a sympathetic ear, like this child, you know, these children are so, if they get on my effing nerves, I should have never had them. Girl, don't have kids. But you Ooh. know how people say that jokingly? She said it like for with anger and like she meant it. And it was just, I've never, it just reminded me so much of my cousins in their situation uh-huh. and how their mom would treat them. And it just touched my heart so much because the way she was talking to him was unbelievable. Like I've heard, you know, when you're angry, I've heard that, but that seemed, that's how she approached the situation. Now I know never judge a story by the chapter you walked in on. I understand that. So I don't really know what went down mm-hmm. beforehand. Maybe he was, you know, talking to her crazy beforehand and you know she had mentioned they've been in stores but from what I've seen the chapter that I walked in on was unacceptable okay yeah (sighs) anyway what can you do what would you do yeah go ahead next what would you do you are have you are out on a night out with your girls your guys whoever you are uh huh and you are having a great time partying out downtown. You know, everybody's, every place has a downtown, right? You're chilling. And on your way to another uh, party or club or whatever, you see a couple arguing. Now, this couple, 
couple is ham at each other. I've never actually used that word in a sentence. Amy, um, <laughs> this this couple, not even a couple. This guy is going like, "You stupid, stupid b i t c h! I can't stand you, so and so and so." And he's dragging her by the arm. Ooh, and you know, and then you know they stop and they and she's and she's and she's constantly asking him. What is wrong? I'm not doing anything. It was nothing. I don't understand. What's wrong? And he's just, you know, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And he's, that's fine. But he's grabbing her arm like, get over here now. What would you do? Okay. So I was actually in this situation, but it wasn't a girl and a guy. It was two guys. And uh, this was during Pride Parade last year in St. Louis. And um, it was these two guys outside of a bar. And you could obviously tell they were drunk. But they were fighting each other. What did I do in that situation? (laughs) We parked about, I don't know, probably I would say like 30 feet, 40 feet away from them. So that we could watch them argue it out. Negative. <laughs> that uh, is a shame. It was so funny to me, and I know that's terrible. And like, I shouldn't have laughed, and some, someone probably should have called the police. Oh but... yeah, I forgot to mention that the guy was drunk. Okay. Either way, it was hilarious to me, and they were like going at each other and fighting. Um, what I probably should have done in that situation was call the police. Or break the argument up. Ain't nobody breaking yeah. nothing up because they just didn't that dude. Some dude just get killed at the IHOP in Memphis trying to break up a fight and get shot. So mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. Yep. I'm calling the popos. <laughs> that's her. What? That's her thing to everything. Calling the police. See, they got bulletproof vests. I don't. I don't. So <laughs> I'm not taking that. Like, I'm calling That's the police because you said that. I'm calling the police now. <laughs> this is what I did. My what would I do, Mama? I did the right thing, you guys. I st- I stopped what I was doing, brought my friends with me, and I asked. I said, "Excuse me," and I asked the girl. I turned to her and I said, "Are you okay?" And the dude answered for her. She's fine. Mm. I didn't pay him any mind. Right. I asked her and I looked her in the eye and I said, are you okay? Do you need to come with me now? Yeah. She looked at me and she's like, I'm fine. I pr- I'm fine. And I was reluctant to leave her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I promise I'm fine. Like we're about to leave. I was like, you're about to leave with him. She's like, we're about to leave. I promise, mm-hmm. we're, I'm fine. So, I mean, I can't make her come, but right. I feel like I did the right thing, you know. Yeah. Stopping and asking. Yeah. Hey, are you okay? Because you know, it was just, it was crazy. She was just in tears. Yeah. But you know, good job, good job, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> I was in this situation again. Uh, I think it was, I think it was me and Gabby. We were, we were at the mall. Do you remember this? Abby, we were at the mall, and there was a woman and a man. They were in a truck, 
and we oh, yeah, had parked yeah, 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 beside yeah. them. And they were on. What did we do during that incident? I got footage. Yeah, we got footage, and we just sat there and watched them. We were like, well, if it gets out of hand, we'll call the police. But they were, like, but, going back and forth at each other. You know, some arguments are okay, are, are cool, funny to watch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, you know, then it it just it, it depends on the seriousness of the situation. Right. You obviously, when, like, when punches are thrown, then, you know, call police. Yeah. Okay. Next scenario. Uh, this is one that I wanted to ask you. And, okay, I'm going to ask first before <laughs> I'm going to ask first. Oh, okay. gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you're driving down the highway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're driving down the highway, and you see, like, a pickup truck in front of you. Okay. Inside the pickup truck, you know, it has a bed, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The truck has a a truck bed? Yeah. Okay. So it has a bed, and you see a girl. (laughs) What? You see a girl tied up. Oh! Hands behind her back. She's on her side. And her feet are tied. What? What do you do? Call the police. <laughs> Call the police. That's what I said, you guys. That's what I said. Who would call the police? However, my sister. <laughs> okay, my sister and my cousins were in the car. Mm-hmm. And they literally, this was their experience, you guys. This is just me telling you. Mm-hmm. They saw a girl tied up in the back of a pickup truck. What? And instead of calling the police and, you know, they could see the tag numbers and everything. Instead of calling the police, guess what they did? What? Laughed at the girl. <gasps> no. Yes. No. I was devastated when I first heard this. I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, I don't know. They could have been playing a prank or anything. I said, I said, sister. How many pranks you know? <laughs> right. Somebody tied up in the back of the seat. Right. What do y'all keep going to see I said, I hope somebody called the police for that poor baby. Me too. You know, I mean, you could tell it was an older woman. I was like, well, still, like, did you let them know that you see this in the back and that it's a person in the back? She was mm. like, no, we just laughed. And she turned to my cousins, and they still, to this day, they crack up at that. How is that funny? I don't even know. They crack up at it like it's the most funniest. Because they literally don't think it was anything serious. And then I was, like, you know, breaking it down for them. Like, you know, what if she was kidding? And she was like, I didn't even think about all that, to be honest with you. When you saw somebody wrapped up, tied up. What else would you think? I said that's an experience I've never had. Wow. I would be so freaked out. Me too. I would have to, I would fight whatever I'm doing. I would be just late to because right. I would follow that truck while I'm on the phone with the police. That is like, ooh, that, ooh. I couldn't sleep if I knew I, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> ooh. 
Well, my last what would you do scenario? You see a guy leaving a knocking on the door, and then nobody's like, okay. The reason I ask this is well, let me let me explain first. Okay. Let me get some okay. facts. Okay. So I live in a neighborhood that's like pretty close together. It's it's real it's real it's real suburbia type. Mm-hmm. And it's like somebody is always watching. Creepy. Well, really, really, somebody's always watching, but nobody's ever watching. I don't know how that is. <laughs> Let me just say that because, like, nobody knows anything around here. Uh-huh. Like, we don't interact with each other at all. Uh-huh. But I don't even know my next my, my next door neighbor's names. But me at the same at the same time, it um, like you you do catch people outside sometimes. So you see somebody outside knocking on the door. Mhm. Nobody, I guess nobody's home because they go around to the back where there's a fence, and you see them hopping the fence. Mm. What would you do? Well, like any basic white, I'd call the police, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that reminds me of a story real quick. Uh, and my pastor, now they live by us, and one of they had one of the church members. They were picking something up from their house, and they had a key to actually get in the house. So they w- were getting into the house and getting stuff out, and somebody called the police and said uh, somebody <laughs> was breaking into their house, even though they had a key, and uh, getting that stuff. I was like, hmm, racism. But hey, what would you do? Um, well, you said they knocked on the door, right? They then knocked they, on the door first, uh-huh. and then they went back and hopped the fence. I was saying, well, to me, if they're if they're knocking on the door, that, that signifies that they might, you know, actually live there. And if they hop the fence, I don't know. It is kind of scary. You don't know, because he could be like an abusive guy who's trying to see his girlfriend and trying to get her to open up the door and then jump on the fence and trying to get... It's kind of one of them sketchy things. I just been the nosy neighbor, just looking out the window, waiting for when I can call the police. <laughs> what about you, KT? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't think I've ever. I would probably not call the police. I don't know why, but <laughs> in my head, like Abby said, thinking maybe they live there if they knock. And no one answers. But then at the same time, you could be a robber who knocks and then no one answers. So then you go and jump the fence. So it's really in that instance, I don't really know what I would do. Uh, Well, that's an acceptable answer now that we're at the end of what would you do. Well, I get a what would you do. Oh, let me come up with something. Yes, I would do that. Exactly. Girl. Let me get let me make up a good juicy one. What would you do if you were at this restaurant and you saw this lady who had two daughters? One of them was skinny and one of them was on the chubby side. 
and then she told the chubby daughter, um, like the chubby daughter was like, I want to, I want to get some ice cream. And then she was like, no, you know, you need to lose weight. And then she lets the, the skinny one have some ice cream, but don't let the chubby one have no ice cream. And then throughout the whole time is telling the, the little chubby girl, you know, you need to lose weight. This is a shame. Uh, uh, we didn't have to buy you so many clothes. This is a shame. You need to lose weight. Would you say anything or would you just sit there and shake your head? I saw that episode and I was so mad at that. Mama, you just don't even know. I know it was an act. Yeah. And I know it was playing, but I was so mad. But uh, I tell him, I was like, I can I, I would I would not tell her directly. See, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> I would talk very loudly to the person that I'm with. Yeah. And say, I cannot believe she said that to her daughter. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I would talk about the situation very loudly. So I know she hears me. Mm -hmm. And then when she comes to confront me, then I can talk to her. But before then, it's just like a no-go. But I know she's going to hear me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would also be really shady. Um, If I, let's say, for instance, they're in the line and I'm behind them and I hear her say that, I would be like, well, that's rude. Like that out loud, but not directly towards her, but like towards her. (laughs) And then (laughs) whoever I was with, I would also say, did you hear that lady over there talking really rude to her daughter? Like, who says that? And I I would be really shady. I wouldn't say it directly towards her, though. Yeah, I'd probably, <sighs> unfortunately, I probably wouldn't say nothing. You probably wouldn't say nothing at all because you're a fat shamer. No, I'm not. I wouldn't say nothing because I'd be, I wouldn't know what to say. Because here's the thing. You're too embarrassed is what yeah. it is. Then they'd be like, this ain't even your daughter. You ain't even got no kids. And I'm like, like yeah, right. She, be, Gabby will be like, yeah, you're right. And then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> True. And then walk away. Um, but yeah, okay, that was a good one. Um, what's in the oh, I got another one, it's good. What would you do if you saw a pregnant lady at a bar drinking and smoking? I would shame her publicly, mm. privately, okay. Like, get it? Like, I would, I would be so, I would do the same thing, I'd be so loud. Like, girl, you know you don't need to be up in here. You pregnant. That baby gonna come out like this and that and this. Yeah. Um, that actually happened. This girl at my job actually smoked while she was pregnant. And Ooh. I said, I said, you smoke? Like, because, like, I know she had a pack of cigarettes. And I was like, you're smoking while you're pregnant? And she was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I mean, I guess, like, that's your baby, not mine. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> like kind of like <laughs> like to her face I said it but you know so that it was kind of like oh, I'm shaming you but honestly like it's your body so if you want to fuck your kid up that's up to you it's not your body once you decide to have that baby that's that kid's body alright now what we're talking about um uh, first I was going to talk about the um the comments that we get on our episode and then we're going to talk about the pet peeves that everybody's got. So let me go to um, the episode. Okay, so for people that don't know, our last episode was about cultural appropriation and um, 
We talked a little bit about Bruno Mars and Justin Timberlake and Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus and, you know, white artists that... Um, oh, still. Huh? Have you noticed now that her album is out, she's back to being, she's quit smoking, she doesn't do this anymore, she doesn't do that, now that her album is done. Well, yeah, that's what we were saying. And then now she yeah, don't listen to hip hop. No, she don't listen to hip hop no more. Uh, but it's it's hilarious. Um, so so I'm gonna think. I'm going to think. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna read some of these comments that we get, and uh, we're gonna do some responses to them. Um, let's see what we got. Okay, so Nichelle G said she agrees with every artist except Bruno. Mars, because Bruno has said many times how black artists have started every genre of music, which is true. With Bruno, I don't feel it's a phase like it is for the rest. Um, so I'll ask Katie first. Katie, what do you think? Do you think Bruno Mars, because he has said that um, urban music is black music or that all music comes from black people, that mm-hmm. he, is, he is not participating in cultural appropriation no why i don't think we should give him a pass just because he it's kind of like when we give white people a pass because they know things about uh how systematic oppression works okay that's cool he said that so what like is he participating in um is, is he participating in things in order to reverse the effects of cultural appropriation and things like that. No, he's continuing to use it by playing into these types of roles that he's doing and playing this type of music. So while he may be respectful of it, I don't think that we should give him a pass. Does that make sense? Yeah. So just because, you know, he can, he knows some things doesn't mean he is unproblematic. Right. Right. I got you. What do you think about Bruno Mars, uh, Joy? Let me explain to me how Bruno Mars appropriates culture because he's... Is he? No, he's not black. Isn't he like Hispanic or something? His dad is Puerto Rican. Okay. Mm -hmm. And his mom is what, white? I think his mom is, like, from Asia or something. Okay, so how is he not a minority, like, in any way? It's not about minority. It's about culture. Just like me, a black person, I'm not Asian. So me culturally appropriating would be me saying, well, I'm finna go into a genre that was created by uh, Asian people and take it over for myself to make money and then... In five years, I'll be going on to something else. First of all, I don't think. First of all, okay, like that. That for. Uh, uh, okay, I had to get my thoughts together. So I don't think Bruno Mars is appropriating culture simply because it's not. Um, to for me, cultural appropriation is when you wear, or do, or say things about another culture that you don't understand. I feel like Bruno Mars understands uh, black culture because in most instances, I wouldn't have known that he was anything, but I thought he was black to be quite honest. 
overall appropriation is, take for instance, Miley Cyrus, how she came out of the blue talking about, you know, rapping and, you know, having black backup dancers and, and, and all of those things. That's not something that she started out with. It was well, Bruno Mars wasn't doing uh, R&B music until recently. Enrique, whoever he may be, is cultural appropriating. Uh, is a cultural appropriationist because he says, uh, down with the homies in his song. No, 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 no. The reason we saying Bruno Mars is participating in cultural appropriation, and if we were going back to your first definition, they were doing a genre, and then they wanted to be cool and to get better sales, and then they associated themselves with black people. That's literally what Bruno Mars did. When he first came out, he was doing that poppy, uh, teeny bopper music um, that's basic that they play on 107.5, and now... Ever since he had the little Uptown Funk song, all his songs are funk. All his songs are soul, R&B, hip-hop. Well, did he switch labels? They don't got nothing to do with your sound. It does. Like, sometimes when you go in there, in order to do something, you have to do what the label wants you to do. And if that's how they see you fit. Well, yes, okay. Maybe, maybe Miley Cyrus okay. wanted to do hip-hop, but she couldn't do it because she was up on the Disney. And then she was okay, like, well, fine. I'm free now. But now she's talking about how she quit this and how she doesn't listen to this. Okay, so what about Justin Bieber? Do you think he's participating in culture appropriation? Most definitely. Okay, why is he and Bruno Mars is not? Because Justin Bieber has never said, I don't, I don't associate with hip-hop no more. He's still with the rappers. Justin Drew Bieber, he grew up in... Ontario, Canada. Okay. First of all, he's not even. Let's just get into this. He's not even like. I want. I don't want to say American, but I mean, he's, he's not. not yeah, but he's not. His roots are of English, German, and Irish descent. Just, just to name a few, and that's all white, white, white. <laughs> yeah, his his uh, parents were together. He attended uh, a French language elementary school. Like, what? I don't know about you, but I didn't speak French until I didn't even get the option to speak French until, like, high school. Mm-hmm. Well, Canada, they have a English and, like, they have two languages. It's English and French, and they use both. So, I don't know if you knew that. Um, Okay, well, yeah, I forgot about that. But still, <laughs> though, to a Catholic <laughs> school. Him, him going to French school ain't got shit to do with shit. But I think, I think what you're trying to say, Alexa, or, or Joy, is that you feel like that because uh, Bruno Mars has some kind of oppression going on on his own end because he's not white, that he can't do cultural appropriation, which is incorrect because black people can have cultural appropriation. Uh, white people can do that. Hispanic people can do that. Like cultural appropriation doesn't specify to what group or but where. I think they're levels, up. though. I think they're levels. It has. I think it's levels. We are all like Katie said, um, cultural appropriate to some point, mm. but I feel like. I just feel like they're levels. And if you're 
it's if you're not Miley Cyrus or bad, you know, I guess that's gonna be it. Or Iggy Azalea bad. Then but you're agreeing oh, that he is participating in cultural appropriation, right? Not, I don't really know too much about him. I've not seen it, but I'm sure he is since we all are. Okay. Okay, so the other person said, so none black people can't do R&B. How do you feel about Holland Notes or Tina Marie? How do you feel about Eminem? First of all, Eminem gross. Um, second of all, the thing is it, Huh? Don't do that. Eminem was good when he first started off. Gross. Um, I didn't say black white people can't do R and B. I'm not saying nobody can't do nothing because I, out of all of it, when it comes down to it, I have no power. So you can do whatever you want to do. I'm just saying. I'll just say cultural appropriation. Um, and the thing is, the reason that we as black people, I think, um. We forget that we actually have a culture to be appropriated. Like we've become so, or we've always wanted to be a part of the white culture and a part of a mainstream culture that we forget that we actually have our own culture. Some folks will say, black people, black culture, there's no such thing as black food. There's no such thing as black music. There's no such thing as black stuff. Yes, it is. Stuff that we created out of our own experiences and stuff. Created by black people, for black people, that's our own culture. So a white person can do whatever they want. I can't stop nobody from doing nothing, but I will side-eye. So, hauling notes. I don't think so. Like, okay. What? What? You, you, don't think we, you don't think black people have their own culture? No, I think black people, of course, I agree with that. I think black people have their own culture. Stuff made by black people, for black people. I do agree with that. It was a time for that. I think in order to move on and to evolve, we have to be open to sharing our culture because I feel like I feel like I don't really have a it depends like I say levels of appropriation because I'm not gonna get offended by a white girl singing blues. I mean I'm just not. If that's what she feel in her heart, if she feel like she's been through some pain, that she can connect to the blues, that'd be the pain that we think about as black people when we think about blues. Mm-hmm. But if she got her pain that she thinks she can do, that she thinks she can say, oh, you know, I'm going to sing the blues because I feel this. You know, it's just in my soul. Girl, more power to you. Do your blues. But understand the history behind it. Mm-hmm. That's what I ask. If you're going to do something, like if I'm going to do pop music, oh my God, pop music is just in my soul. I just feel it so much. Okay. Who was the king of pop? He was black. So if we want to talk cultural appropriation, let's talk about it for real. Instead of saying, hey, just because you're a different race, you can't, you can't do something that a person of color would do. If a white person wanted to just sing some Hispanic music, they might not ever make no sales off of that. But they sung it. They did what they wanted to do. But here's the thing, and this is what I'm finna get. And this is what I'm finna get at. Because we talk about it all the time. Every time we want to school white people, we say, well, rock and roll was started by black people. And jazz was started it by was. black people. 
And country music was. was started by black people. And it's like, okay, very nice to know. But now we've taken over it, and you have no more ownership of it. And everybody making money in that genre that you created is white. So I guess we got the last laugh. So, so this is what this is all I'm trying to do. This is all what all, all I'm saying is, if we don't do anything about it, if we don't support black artists that's doing what they should be doing, that's putting out great work, and and stop upholding these mediocre white folks just because they're white and like our music then it's going to have the same trend as all these other countless genres that we've started. We started electronic music. Now, every electronic dude is some skinny white guy from uh, the UK. But we, we allowed that to happen because we didn't support our own, and we propped up these white folks, and they, of course, just simply from being white, have a mainstream appeal, and so they appeal to more people. All I'm saying I agree, is... I agree. I agree. All I'm saying is let's support our own and stop propping these people up. There's no reason Justin Bieber should be over here in everybody's song with his half singing can't rap self. You know he don't write those raps. But there's plenty oh, of black yes. artists that can sing and can rap. We don't want them. Oh, but a cool little edgy white boy. Oh, yes, let's get him on DJ Khaled's song. Let's get him over here with Young Thug. Let's get him over here with Travis Scott. You know what I'm saying? That, that's all. That was my whole point of, of the thing. We have to think about it and think at the time, if we're going off America specifically, at the time, it was mostly America was 95, 95% white. So even if a small selection of people who are here are bound to take over whatever it is. Now, Start something new now, and I feel like me being optimistic person that I am, I feel like it will have a much better um a much better chance of saying, oh, this person started this, and I know exactly who they are, and I know you know the, this was a um this was an Asian Hispanic thing. I've never heard this before. <laughs> I feel I feel like. People will remember it now since the country is not as white as it used to be. Uh, no, because just for the simple fact now, trap music is the big shebang. And it's a part of hip-hop, but it was, it was trap music has been now, especially in the South, since like the early 2000s. And now every single pop song has a trap beat. Every single electronic music song has a trap beat. And you ask them who What's started... What's a trap beat? Trap music, like it's like. I the, said, the, what is a trap beat? You have to look it up. It's a it's a certain type of of hip hop beat. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you just roll your eyes at me. <laughs> well, you, you just I mean, I know research. what trap music is. But that's what it is. But I've never heard like a a trap beat. Like I that's I wouldn't know thing. how to I wouldn't know how to distinctify a trap beat. Like I wouldn't know. Like just listen to trap music and the music that you hear is the trap beat. Anyways, that style of music. Like who you ask who who started trap music? Who started trap beats? They can't tell you. And and that's is is fairly recent as far as how music goes. But again, they're making millions and billions of dollars off these art forms and 
people stealing it, running with it, and we probably won't ever see the fruits of our labor. That's all I'm trying to say. The the dangers of cultural appropriation. You know, one thing that is, I, I feel like music is an iffy topic because music is supposed to be, go based off how you know how a person feels and yada yada. It's supposed to be like artistic expression. I, I don't know. So I feel like sometimes it's hard to say if somebody is culture appropriating until they are. You know what I mean? But I feel like m- movies, hands down, cultural appropriation. Yeah. Take for instance the um any Bible movie that has ever came out has never ever had anything other than white people in it when white people were not even in that part of the world during that time. Oh yeah. Well, we knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take for instance, Eli- Eliza Taylor. Is that her name? I'm not sure. Elizabeth Taylor, the playing. Oh the, yeah, uh, Elizabeth Taylor played Cleopatra. Yeah, and I had a, I know a person that came up to me. Somebody, we were talking about the queen. We were talking about the queen of Egypt. And they was like, "Oh, that's Eliza Taylor." I was like, "No, honey, it's Cleopatra." <laughs> and they was like, "Yeah, Cleopatra is Eliza Taylor, Elizabeth Taylor." And I was like, Ooh, "She was like Cleopatra me. White." I was like, "What?" Mm, mm, mm. Okay, uh, so I have a little piece here. I started a thing on Twitter called Talk It Out Pod Peeves, hashtag Talk It Out Pod Peeves. If you have any pet peeves or any peeves you would like to let us know about and you want us to read on, you can hashtag that. We'll repost it, repost it, Talk It Out Pod Peeves, and we will give you some shout outs. So um, one of my favorites this week uh, was by DJ Burton, one of our babes. Okay. And he said, when people tell you some long, convolved story and ask your advice, then don't take it. <laughs> and I do this all the time to Gabby. All the time. Mm, she will, mm, I will mm. say, I have two options. Should I, should I eat this or should I eat that? And she will say, you should eat this. And I say, nah, you know what? I'm going to eat that. You know who else do that? Joy. What? Joy always asks me, should I get Chinese or should I get Mexican? Then I say Mexican. (laughs) Well, I just had Mexican. I really want to get Chinese. Then why'd you ask? (laughs) I love it. I love when that happens. Um, Another one. I'm going to read off three and then y'all can tell your peeve of the week. Uh, the next one that I found was really, really great. Uh, was from okay. This one was we come from was from we come from Queens. This one was hilarious and disgusting at the same time. But anyway, um, they said not flushing the <laughs> toilet and leaving pieces of tree bark floating for other people to receive. Ew. <laughs> you what? not flushing the toilet and leaving pieces of tree bark floating for other people to receive hashtag talk about pod (laughs) (laughs) the disrespect Uh, yeah that's horrible right and another one here uh this one was from another one of my faves 
from Danny and Cleo, and it says, people that litter, they are pieces of trash themselves. People who litter <laughs> should go to hell. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> I <laughs> really agree. about people that litter. So um, what what is your, your peeve of the week, Abby? Um, I have so many, so many. Mainly, you know, at the house when, uh, like you're like about to go down, like your mom told you to wash dishes, and you're like making <laughs> your way downtown, downstairs to wash dishes, and then she's like, "Girl, I thought I told you to wash the dishes," or something like that. It's like I was literally walking down the steps to do what you said. <laughs> you did not give me time, and it makes me mad. Yeah. That's everybody's mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Joy? I know it's my mother. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do we live in a mansion? Why <laughs> are you not here yet? <laughs> Somebody else close close to me is like real slick. You know what I mean? Like slick with their words. Like they'll yeah. tell you something and instead of just saying saying it. Yeah. They'll beat around the bush like, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. And it's like, if you don't stop throwing these side jabs at me. Right. And then you have to look at that person and be like, sometimes, sometimes, and then they know what they do because when you look at them, they'll be like, huh? Who just says, huh? Mm-hmm. If you look at a person and they say, huh? With the confused look on their face, you know they wrong. Right. <laughs> That's how you know they wrong. And I hate that slickness. I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, I don't even say slickness. I'd be like, oh, that's shade. Yeah. I just say, I just be like, and then then they then they had a nerd ask, oh, what shade? You know what shade is. Don't play me. Mm-hmm. You're not that, you're not that bubbled. I feel you on that one. Um so I want to do that every week. So if you guys are made it this far in the episode, then please hashtag talk it out pod peeve. Um, my pod peeve of this week is, okay, so we have this big, huge bathroom at our work and it's a one stall bathroom and it's meant for people who have ADA paperwork or people who are pregnant. Mm-hmm. Well, I use that bathroom to do number two. Because I'm Ew. not going through all the stalls. Not yeah, I use the big one too. Right. So, and and everyone knows that is the number two bathroom. Everyone exactly goes number two. And um, so I go in there every single day at the same time. And there's this lady who comes like maybe four times out of the five days at the same time that I'm there. The exact same lady. I guess we have the same body system going on. I don't really know what she does, but apparently we got to use the bathroom at the same time every day. And um, the other day, she came up to me, not came up to me, but like came to the door. She knew it was me in there. She knew it was. And <laughs> when, she, when I'm in there, she jingles the door and knocks. And I say, Someone's in here. Well, a normal person would be like okay well someone's in there let me just walk off or go to a different bathroom right Instead, this lady 
decides to knock on the door again when I'm still in there. And then I can hear her say, if this is the same girl, I swear. I was like, okay. So then I walk out of the bathroom and she was like, oh, hey, I knew it was you. (laughs) I was like, okay, bitch. Like, I I was real pissed. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves is if you knock on the bathroom door, no one answers, and you do the, you jiggle the handle, and it's locked, that means someone's in there. You don't continue to knock. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Don't knock if you've already knocked, yeah. and someone's in there. I shouldn't have to say, <laughs> I'm in here, for you to know that someone's in there, or that the bathroom is occupied. Anyway, that was my pet peeve. Tell them. Ooh, Okay. You funny. All right. So that's been our pet peeves. If you have any more, hit us up on our Twitter at talkitout underscore pod. And we'll read them on the air. Thank you again for listening to this episode. And thank you guys for all the support. Always thank you for always sharing the episodes, sharing us on on social media, telling your friends and your family about them. We love you you all right i think that's pretty much <laughs> it uh, this has been talk it out podcast this is your girl gabby joy hey t and this has been talk it 